Twitty. Squeaky shoes. Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 218. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan and We're going to continue the arc of the good vibes of our turn into Project Attracts. And now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? A ton is going down. We're back together again for the very first time in a long time. We're returning to a long time CCO project in Project Atraxa. We got some stories to tell, some people to thank. But before we do any of that, we have to thank our official sponsors, FusionGamingOnline.com. Your source for all your gaming needs. Oh, very much so. We are back. No awkward pauses for you to edit out. No videos for Joe to splice together. Thank you very much. <laughs> We're here. We've got booster packs on order from Fusion to give away for people who guessed Attraxa, Attraxa. from yesterday's pre-show hint. Of course, from FusionGamingOnline.com, as you say. Right. Yep. And of course, CCO Fusion 5 promo code gets you 5% off your whole order. Interesting Attraxa. Fact Traxa, if Four. you will. I was just going to say it. Ha- Have you ever heard somebody say a Traxa Preator's voice and you go, what the hell is that? And then they say, it's a Traxa, man. So why'd you call her Preator's voice? That's her <laughs> whole name. That's her whole name. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like you just don't know? Yep. Oh, yeah. That happens to me every time I physically read the card. It's like, what the fuck is this Preator's voice crap? When did they change that? When yeah. did they add that? Some legends, some legendary creatures just have the aura about them that is their first name yeah right it's like it's like we were just talking before the show when when we're talking about wrestling and we say china right you yeah. just know who china is you just know who that is just because she's super famous yeah. in in the wrestling world from the attitude era right yeah she came yeah. from like that era she was a, a trailblazer a groundbreaker if you will to bring it a bring in a magic reference yeah and so lots of people know who, even if you're not a wrestling fan maybe you know who she is yeah yeah and yeah. and it's like it, the, it's it's common in every kind of genre of pop culture or sport, right? If I said like Michael, you know Michael Jordan. Yeah. If I say Sid, Sidney Crosby, Ovi, Alexander Ovechkin, right? Jeter in baseball, right? <laughs> Hank is Hank Aaron in baseball, for example. So it's Atraxa is on the level of fame. That is she the Michael Jordan of Commanders? Oh, that would that would that would make her the best of all time. I right? was just gonna say it would it would in. Illicit. It would, it would bring on the what is the greatest commander of all time? Moxus. <laughs> Brash daughter. <laughs> <laughs> it would bring on that kind of conversation. And while she is the most popular of all time, or, or in that neighborhood, yeah, she might not be the best. And what what is best, right? Who can say? Who can say? It's so subjective. That's why we're doing this show. That's why EDH is a format that we all love. Yeah, and you know what? I think in terms of one of the things that says it's the best is how many build paths. And this is what, deck number four or five in Project Atraxa, where we've done like Turbo Traxa, which is a Turbo Fog Atraxa list that was early in CCO, like episode 16 or 20 or something, right? Yeah, really early on. We've done Scrapbook Atraxa. Scrapbook Atraxa with with Spy Kit and other things that have book in their yeah, name. We book tribal. Yeah, to beat the scrapbooking ninnies, the Scrap Gals podcast yeah. on Podomatic. And by the way, we're still running, what, two years? Yep. Number one games and hobbies on Podomatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They even changed the category to encapsulate more subgenres within like games and hobbies it's called leisure now and still just pounding ninnies we're still killing it i love it <laughs> don't google that 
Uh, what else did we, we did? Stackstraxa? Stackstraxa, yeah, that's and an important one. Because I actually have that in real yeah, life. Yeah, and that's a real deck that people play because yeah. the, the proliferate and attracts her represents like a... she got Vigilance, right? Yep. A Vigilance, so she doesn't tap to attack. Life-gaining, proliferating, all the things that you want in a Stax deck. Yeah, she does actually everything in the Stax decks want to do. Yeah, very Wants much to do, so. I should say. And now we're doing Tokatraxa. Tokatraxa, yeah, Tokens. Tokens, which isn't, I don't think it's groundbreaking or revolutionary because we are playing things like Doubling Season and Awakening Zone and, and, and things that go in token decks and attracts a decks, like, on the whole, yeah. right? But this one's got some high-impact token cards to finish the game. It's got a couple combos with some CCO staples, and I think it's a cool deck submitted by Kurt, Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Smith. Neat. Yeah, patron supporter. Big thank you over on patreon.com slash CCO podcast. We appreciate you. Yeah, and having your decks featured when you submit them either to the preferred dick, 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 dick list. list? <laughs> yeah, don't Why Google not? that. Preferred deck list channel on the Discord is a benefit. I think this one came via email. We'll still use it. Commandercookout at gmail.com, baby. Send them in. Even if you're not a patron, send them in. We love getting piles of deck lists. Yeah. We've been using them for the last nine months. Yeah. So yeah. Nine. How many? I, I don't even care how many lists that is. It's lots. Yeah. 45. You know what? We we very much want during the arc of good vibes, which is kind of a meme in, in and of itself <laughs> at this point because it's been going on for so long. We want to use listener submitted decks because I think it makes people feel good to know that community members are, are kind of getting a little bit of a spotlight with their deck. It certainly feels good to to turn on CCO and hear that it's your deck that's getting done, right? Yeah. Yeah, getting a shout-out or, or getting an FU, whatever it is. Hearing us dumping all over your deck. Yeah, yeah. So I think that that in itself is a little bit of a, a good vibe. Man. Do you have another good vibe since we're we're on the good vibing? I think I do. We're vibing? Don't don't Google that. That's nah, fine. Don't camera grow means we're on the level. Oh. We're on the level. We're vibing we're, with each other. We're talking about different things. I guess so. So uh, I played some games yesterday. Sure. I played with Von Doom. I played with Nick Rob Straczynski. Oh, yeah. He was the dude that picked us up at an, I, at an IHOP in yes. Vegas. Yes. Which is the most depressing sentence I've ever uttered. Hmm. Somebody picked us up from an IHOP in Vegas. Yeah. We have made well, life least, decisions, You Ryan. know what? At least we weren't going to do a bunch of drugs in our nose and sit on a casting couch with no clothes on. I mean, that's probably a more common ending to the sentence of... Being he, picked up at an IHOP? Yeah, yeah. We went to play at a Magic Fest. Oh, just as depressing. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There. See? I didn't want to take it there, but you did. Also, F.U. Max Crandell jumped in for one game. Oh, yeah? And did you we... pound him? Oh, dude. Oh, dude, yeah. that's where the story's going. Oh, He's that's the good vibe? That's the good vibe is I beat Max Crandell at Magic, spoiler alert. And we also played with Anthony Not Buckley's. Oh, yeah. I like that guy. I like that guy, too. So, I rebuilt my Hepatra deck. Yes. If anybody's ever played against my Hepatra deck, just a bunch of Golgari staples, not staples, but fun Golgari stuff that I just rammed into a deck and I played it. Yep. And then I cut a whole bunch of just good stuff stuff, like Mazarek or Gitrogs, because they're neat. Yep. Cut them for oozes. Oozes. <laughs> so now it's Hepatra Ooze Tribal. Sick. And I put in one... Only one Hippotra Poison Ball payoff, and I'll get to it in a second, because it's a throwback to last week, because it's Bitter Ordeal. Oh. Spoiler alert. Yes. And I was sitting with a whole bunch of double green stuff in my hand for the whole game and one fucking forest. 
Yes. So I'm I'm playing. I'm like using my removal. I'm staying alive. I'm going. I can't play any of my stuff because it's all double green. I'm drawing a swamp every turn. <laughs> and I have a Liliana that finds me a swamp every turn. Yep. I ultimate that Liliana so my seven swamps all tap for a quadruple black. I have all this mana but only one green. So Nick Rob goes to bring his Avenger of Zendikar that I had killed back from the graveyard. Yeah. So what do you think I do to counter that, Ryan? What do you think I do? Kill him? No. I played my Balaged Recovery to get my removal spell back. And as the Balaged Recovery was in my hand, you were like, oh, God. I, I realized that this Recollect that had been in my opening fucking oh. hand had a green land green on the back. On the back. <laughs> and it so, has a little arrow to tell you. Right? <laughs> and I was just, oh, my God. So I was just, I was the worst magic player in the world at that point. And I got my thing back and I played it. And yep. Bob's your uncle, and I just kept drawing cards, doing nothing, doing nothing, and then is then three in a row, three cards in a row, blowfly infestation. Yep. Uh oh. Uh oh. Bitter ordeal. Uh oh. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Next card, incremental blight. Oh, so you're minusing, 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 and you're getting blowfly, 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 blowfly. that you can continue to. Yeah. And nice. then I just I poison balled and removed all their libraries from the game, and they were like. Because, of course, at that point, I had at least 30 mana, all of it black. <laughs> I still couldn't play anything else that was in my hand. Nice. Because, but it was good. It was I a like good it. game. It was fun. I beat Max Crandell. That's the moral of the story. Yeah. And I got to interact with some members of the nation, which is always fun. And I love doing it. So, good vibe. I like it. Speaking of interacting with members of the nation. Okay. We've got a couple new patrons to shout out. Ooh. And I want to take a minute... Good vibe of the week. Big thanks to all the patrons that help us bring the YouTube to people that are listening. Welcome to the new YouTube subs. That wasn't the interaction I was talking about, but I can still say thank you and welcome if you're a new sub. If you watch past the van the the banter and don't just leave us a comment like, oh, you guys talk about nothing but fucking not magic for fucking whatever. <laughs> if you got past all that and you want to be part of the nation, you can head on over to patreon.com slash CCO podcast. You can. We're the best magic community you're going to find anywhere. Oh, fuck. And we don't just say that. It's actually true. Yeah. Other people say it, which yeah. is cool. So that's how we know it's true. And and they're they're wrong. <laughs> no, they say it that we're the best. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah. they were talking about themselves. No, they're right they're, as hell. Yes, they are right as hell because they maybe they're part of the nation, for example, and they, they agree. They are part of the best nation. If they're part of the CCO nation and part of being in the nation is your CCO nickname. Oh, yeah. It's the best part. I don't know anybody wants these. But, hey, man, they're popular, That's so we're it. doing them. That's it. So we've got two today, the first of which is Tom Sir Grave. Sir Grave, that almost is like Sir Gwyn or Sir Conrad. It's like he's a Sir in Eldraine. Ooh, what about uh, Seagrave? Seagrave. He's maybe a pirate. He's a pirate Sir. Yeah, nyar. I just watched The Terror with Kyla the other day. It's like a... Sounds terrible. It's a documentary about these two boats that were trying to find some kind of passage from England, and they got caught in the ice, and everybody died. And Is it about like, the Northwest Passage? Yes. Going through fucking by up by Baffin Bay? and Yeah, shit. yeah that's yeah. the exact thing. And the boats went missing in 1850 or whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, and they just found them like four years ago. Yeah, yeah, because the ice is melting. And they were scheduled. <laughs> yeah, that's not something that we should be happy about. And they were scheduled to dive to the, the boats to get all the stuff off of them this year, but the global 
bitch that's got us all in her cold embrace yeah. stopped the expedition. So yeah, and you know what? With, with all of the uh, all of the I don't know the pollution, greenhouse gases. Maybe the Earth temperature will drop, and then it'll freeze again, and then we'll be able to access it until the next time. Like that'd be super the, funny. The Earth warms up again. Eh? I, I'd laugh <laughs> at that. I, I, that it's, so so Seagrave sunk the terror. Oh, I was gonna say terror Seagrave. Oh, that's good too. You, you pick your poison. Pick your sea terror grave, sir. Welcome, and of course, F you. Oh, F you the Baby. most. Second and final shout out. Colin Russell. Colin. <laughs> oh, dude. get this. Whatever it's Colin, you know what it's turning oh, into. It's turning into colon. <laughs> and it's going to be colon Russell. That is the medical term for the sound your butthole makes when you fart. That's a real thing. It's like the cold fall breeze blowing the leaves down by the riverbank. Yeah, except it's coming out of your butthole. Almost poetic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why people Colin want this. Colin Russell? Colin Russell. He kind of got two first names. Yeah, but now he has a fucking good nickname. <laughs> He's got an ass name. Yeah. <laughs> ass Russell. I also like that. <laughs> oh, welcome to the nation and of course. F you. Yeah. Right mm-hmm. in the ass, Russell. Which <laughs> <laughs> sounds like ass muscle. Which is also good. <laughs> Oh, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's great to have you. Thank you for the support. You make it all possible. You do. Yeah, and we've got... I should... The last thing before we get to the deck. Sorry, everybody on YouTube. Just kidding. S my D. We've got Christmas special coming up in the next couple weeks. Oh, going to be so good. There's a great story behind it. The an- and it's a the, really cool deck. Yeah, yeah. The annual Brando Christmas special. So that'll be extra, maybe extra giveaway. Maybe we, I've got extra like, um, like Zendikar or Commander Precon Commander deck. I've got an extra one. Maybe we can give away some extra stuff at Christmas. Again, courtesy yeah. of Fusion Games. We'll squeeze them a little bit for some stuff. Hell yeah. And we'll give it to give it to the people in the nation. YouTube commenters or followers, retweeters and stuff on Twitter. You know, the, t- the typical social media stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll give it away. It's Christmas. And f- Christmas this year is kind of going to suck, so we got to make it as good as we can. That's another good vibe. <laughs> I dig it. We're going we're gonna to make it through together. Yeah. We're gonna do it. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Should we do a deck? Let's. Let's do a deck. And usually, what we've done by now is we've read The Commander, talked about a bunch of other stuff. I feel Atraxa doesn't really need an introduction. Did, did we read The Commander? What if somebody's listening to Commander Cookout that's never heard of magic before? Okay, well, for the, for that person. <laughs> we well, can be so naive to assume that Commander Cookout's going to be the first thing that they find, right? It could happen. <laughs> I don't know. It, it could happen. Let's so, give it a read just so for... For that one person, welcome. You're going to enjoy magic. Uh, rip to your wallet. Attracts a Preator's Voice is a 4-4 angel horror for green, white, blue, black with flying, vigilance, death touch, and lifelink, and at the beginning of your end step, proliferate. So that would be for each kind of counter, for each counter, you can choose to put another counter on the thing that the counter is on. Those are time counters, those are helix counters, loyalty counters, counters, any counter. Yeah, any counter, plus one, plus ones. Minus one, minus ones. Yeah, so we're we can do countery stuff within our token Atraxa deck. This is Toka Atraxa, and we don't have custom categories. Fucking Kurt, Mister Anderson Smith. <laughs> but 
thankfully your boy came a little bit prepared. We do have 11 token cards. They are high impact, like I said, so we don't need 30 token cards, for right. example, right? Yeah. And that gives us room to fit in 10 instances of ramp, whether it be spells or rocks, or in this deck's case, enchantments. There are 10 of them. Yeah. that are separate from the token cards. They don't overlap in any way. And then we do have a bunch of card draw and a bunch of good attracts of value. And we're going to talk about them in turn as we go, starting with what? The artifact? Sure, there's six of them. Let's just pound them. Right, we got Viridian Longbow. Equipped creature has tap, deal one damage, target creature or player. Turns Atraxa into a removal spell. Yeah, because she got Death Touch. Correct. Sol Ring. Yeah. Skull Clamp. Yeah. Cold Steel Heart. That's less good Arcane Signet, which we're also playing. It ETBs tapped and you choose a color, right? Correct. Yeah. Chromatic Lantern. Makes all your lands into every land, right? Un oh. Unplayable. Unplayable. Un trash is playable. what that is. Yeah. And Arcane Signet. Got there. Yeah. Two drop Sol Ring, but better. Wow, that was, that was pretty good. Should we do the instance? Sure. Let's do some instants. Insties. We have Otter End. That is a exile target non-land permanent for four mana. Good or completely fucking unplayable? I like it. I like it. It's I fine. Like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could be anguished on making, but you know what? It's not, and that's fine. Yeah. 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 How about Mythos of Nethroy? Destroy target non-land permanent if you... <laughs> I have no fucking idea what this card does. The wording on this card is insane but what it does is it's black two and it kills a creature if you pay black white green it destroys a non-land permanent oh but if you want you can target a non-land permanent with it anyway and not pay the three mana it just doesn't do anything oh so it's not pay the three colored mana you mean correct you can pay like black 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 and you can target a sol ring with it it just won't do anything yeah. Whereas if you pay Abzan and target the Sol Ring with it, it'll kill it. Oh. Very strange wording, really rad art, cool card. You like that art? I do. I know it's Seb. <laughs> Seb was built to do cave paintings. Yes. And pictures of the Abyss, because that damnation is cool, and I can't take that away from him. Yes, that is, I'm going to buy that damnation. Yeah. I bought his, the his, his, his secret layer damnation we're talking about, right? I'm yes. going to buy that exact damnation in foil, and that's going to be... Probably, at least thus far, the only secret layer card that I own. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. So I'll put my stamp on that one being from Seb, and not because it's a Seb, but because I need a foil damnation. I don't actually own one. And it does remind me of the, um, her, what's his name? Hieronymus Bosch. He's a, he's a Renaissance painter from, from Holland. I think he's Dutch, I think. Sure. Sure. It's, it's great painting. Excellent. Enlightened Tutor. Tutski puts it to uh, art Artifact or Enchantment to the top of your library for just white instant. That's correct. Yeah. Death Sprout. I actually like this card. I think this card is a little bit underserved, and it's because it's four mana, of course. It's green, black, black, one. Destroy target Creech. Search your library for a basic. Put it onto the battlefield. Tapped. Then shuffle. I actually play that in um, Gak Ball. Of course you do. Yeah, that's a good one. I'll <laughs> kill my own thing, probably, and then and, and get a land. And that makes Hermitrude better. How about Court of Calling? Court of Calling. This is a good one, too. Instant speed. All these are instants, Ryan. We're in the instant section. Correct. <laughs> yes, it's not the removal <laughs> section. It's the instant section. Yes. Green, 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 X, and Convoke. So you can tap creatures to help 
pay for X or green if you tap green creatures and you can search your library for a creature card with converted mana cost X or less and put it right onto the B. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah, so, right onto your ass muscle. It's a fine card. Ah, it's a good ass card. Seven out of ten. What Just, picture is that too? That's the is that the double master one? Doubly nasty. That is dub nasty. Nice. Dub, double nasty. I double like that nasty. One. How about beast within? Kills the thing. Gives the thing's owner a three three beast token. Important if we kill one of our tokens to upscale into a bigger token and then doubling season it. Neat. That's a good little trick in token decks. Ass trophy. Ass trophy. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Astrovi is black, green, destroy target permanent, and then its opponent gets a basic land. It's kind of like ass to exile, except for black, green, and gets anything, right? Yes. Yes. Ask your opponent's thing. You can't target your own shit with it. Oh. That's a, that's a thing. That's fine. It's a solid card. Abzan Charm. You didn't give me nothing for ass to exile? You didn't give me nothing? I liked it. Okay. I, I, I liked it on Facebook. I clicked the heart button. <laughs> Abzan Charm. This is green, black, white. I was going to say, what is that? Oh, yeah, it's Abzan. As per the charm's <laughs> fucking name, Ryan. <laughs> Choose one. Exile target creature power three or greater. Good. That's good. Yeah. You draw a card and d draw two cards and lose two life. Good for three mana. That's on rate, right? Mm, yep. Yep. And distribute two plus one counters among one and or two creatures. Does all sorts of Atraxa stuff. Yeah, those, Kill, are, yeah, those are good modes. I like that things, one. Kills things, draws cards, puts counters on things for Atraxa to proliferate. Solid include in the deck. Hit some sorceries. Sorceries. Let's crush them. Classic Wrath of God. Wrath of God. Triumph of the Hordes. Gives all your tokens plus one Trampsky and Infecti. All your dudes. Yes. So Atraxa also. Uh, yeah, I suppose that's important, but we're we're going to attack with tokens. Correct. Yeah. Toxic D. Oh, the to give him the old TD, and I'm not talking about a touchdown. <laughs> you pay life, you give creatures minus life, minus life. Phyrexian Rebirth. Oh, good one. High impact token maker. This is destroy all creature, and then you get an XX horror with power and toughness equal to the number of creatures destroyed. And we've got foils of that horror now. I think I need one. I think I own one, actually. I got a bunch if you need one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll pick one up for me today. Yeah. Green Sun Zenith. GSZ is going to search your library for a green creature, put it onto the battlefield, then it shuffles itself back into your library, and it's green X. Also fine. Yeah, that's a good one. Strictly medium. Uh, Farseek. Search your library for a plains, island, forest, not forest, swamp, mountain. Put it onto the battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what the card says, oddly enough. Yeah, that that is like rampant growth, but you can't get a forest. And cultivate. Search one into hand, one onto the battlefield. Sure. Should we do Creech, Enchantment, or Planeswalker next? <gasps> These are the big ones. These are big Atraxa things. These are big Traxa. Uh, enchantments, just because there's not as many of them? I, Fuck, I, there is lots of them, but let's do it anyways. They're, they're quick. Sylvan Library. Draw three, take eight every turn. Yes. <laughs> there. Again, that's what the card says. That's what the words on the card actually say when you translate it from English to correct English. That is a good-ass card. 65 bucks that card still costs, hey? Even with the incredibly easy-to-get reprint that they just had. I'm saying that with my facetious face on. Oh, what was it reprinted in? Commander Collection Green. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spellbook uh, Frillies, yeah. if you will. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, wizards. Smothering tie. Smothering titty. Okay, we've got an enchantment. This is a good-ass card, right? Or is it bad? 
It's probably, it's probably bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who would have ever said it wasn't very good, but, you know. It just takes a long time to pay you back. I'm sure it does. White, three. Whenever somebody draws, they pay two. If they don't, you get a treasure token. So that's one of our ramp cards. I included it in the ramp section, right? It's pretty good with doubling season also. Oh, yeah. Simic Ascendancy. Good with doubling season as well. Mm-hmm. You can pay Simic and one to put a plus one counter on something, and whenever you put a plus one counter on something, it gets a Ascension counter, and then if you have 20 Ascension counters, you win the game? That's right. Fuck, did I get there? Yeah. Got there. Yeah. Nice. It's the beginning of upkeep, of course. It's one of those... Oh, yeah, you got to wait. Yeah. Ah, whatever. It's it's fine. But Heuristic Study. You draw a card to pay... My... First big token maker. Yeah, and this it, is a cool card. It's big when... Paired with a card we're going to talk about in just a second, Presence of Gond. Presence of Gond. I played this back in, like, Shadowmoor Standard to make copies of, like, Farhaven Elf or something. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> this is green two enchantment aura, enchant creature, and enchanted creature has. Tap. Put a 1-1 one, one green elf warrior creature token onto the battlefield. Oh, no, I didn't play this with Farhaven Elf. Yes, I did. I put it on Farhaven Elf after I got mana with Farhaven Elf. <laughs> yes, and I made other elves. So yeah. you make an elf with it. Yes. That's totally fine. I should put that in Gak Ball. You should. You yeah. know what it works really good with? Parallel Lives. Ooh, doubles your tokes. That's half doubling season. It doubles your creature tokens. We're also playing doubling season. Doubles your counters. Doubles your tokens. Sure. That card is insane. Yeah. Not in Commander Collection Green. No. But was in Dub Nasty. Yeah, that's true. Which was a fairly easy set to get and did affect prices greatly. Not so much on doubling season as others, but foil doubling seasons are like only a couple dollars more than regular doubling seasons now because dub nasty. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's good. Collector boosters doing their thing. Marari's Wake. Good card. Is Marari's Wake better than, equal to, or about the same as a Caged Sun? <sighs> Cost less. Makes it sun? more playable in some people's eyes. Cage Sun goes into more decks. Yeah. So is it is it better? Is it worse? What do you play both? I, if given the opportunity, you're only going to play one. Which one do you pick? If I'm in the colors, I'm playing Marari's Wake. Enchantments are a little bit harder to destroy than artifacts. It costs less. It buffs your guys. It doubles your mana. So it like it does all the same shit, but but for less mana. And yeah. in a two or more color deck, it's going to double like not just my planes is like yeah, like cage yeah. sun right yeah good yeah. one if i'm playing mono black and it's a creature deck <laughs> right i'm gonna play cage sun right Obviously. and be happy about it yes right you'll be happy you have that mirari's wake is an enchantment for five white green is part of those five and creatures you control get plus one plus one if you tap a land for mana you get an additional of that mana yeah that's cool cco special oh yeah and combo enabler with our boy Pre uh, presence of gond intruder alarm oh this is a good ass card remember remember whenever i drop an intruder alarm and i say oh, no i'm just playing it for control so creatures don't untap that's a lie <laughs> that's always a lie. nobody plays intruder alarm unless they're going to combo it nobody well maybe we could play it in stacks traxa for tap downs and combo downs. T tap downs and you just play your presence of Gond to, to, to make a thing to untap your, your your artifacts or whatever so you can unorb yourself. <laughs> but then you're like, oh, wait a sec. I can just tap and make another one and untap again. <laughs> so what it does, no, blue, two, creatures don't untap during normal untap steps. Awesome. Yeah. Whenever a creature ETBs, untap all creatures. Ooh. So when you presence of gone to make an elf, the creature that it's attached to will untap. And then it'll, you can tap it again and it'll untap again. You can go infinite that way, just like two card combo with any creature in the deck. Awesome. Yeah. 
We talked about doubling season already. Cathar's Crusade. Ooh, if we were doing our presence of Gond Intruder Alarm combo, the Cathar's Crusade, whenever a creature enters the battlefield under our control, you put a plus one counter on each creature you control. That includes the one that just ETB'd. Yeah, that's a good-ass yeah. card. Very hard to represent th that scenario if I'm making like multiple creatures in succession per turn. This one has one counter. Then this one gets another counter and the new one gets a counter. And yeah. then the first one has three counters, two counters, one counters. Four counters, three counters, two counters, one counter, right? Yeah. I think that's one of those ones where you just demonstrate like, yo, these guys are going to be so big that any one of them will kill you and there's thousands of them. So you yeah. either wrath me or lose. Yeah, you know what? I'm an advocate for I'm an advocate for like having one token with like six dice on it or whatever, right? Or, or uh, six pips on your dice on it to represent six guys. But with Cathar's Crusade, it might be important to have like, you know, a token, a token, a token, a token, a token with individual dice to say how big they are mm -hmm. and then individual dice to say how many are at that size that bigliness that bigliness yeah it's this yeah. car, hard card to represent you got to kind of think about how to represent that and that is important for for any new players in the niche to, to be able to re represent that it's a tricky one yeah awakening zone Ooh, at the beginning of your upkeep you get a zero one colorless eldrazi spawn that you can sack for a mana that's fine it's a good ass card and aura shards. Oh, whenever a creature etbs you destroy target artifact or enchantment good card you may that's important is, I always do. Well, of course you always do. <laughs> unless you're the one that has all the artifacts enchantment and enchantments because you've killed all your opponents. And now you, you don't have to. Yeah, you would in this deck, right? Because you just presence a gond and just dust the whole board. <laughs> exactly. Unlike the harmonic sliver that isn't a May. Ooh. So you have to make sure you're playing an indestructible artifact somewhere in your deck so that you can yep. still go infinite and not kill all your shit. Oh, I like that. You just keep targeting the indestructible thing. That's right. Yeah. See, I'm, I got it figured out. All right. Let's do some... Some P-dubs? Should we do the P-dubs? Sure, let's P-dub it, and I'm going to paraphrase these dubs. I'm going to P these dubs. Now, some of these are real good. Some of them are well, kind of staple-y. How about, how about this? If they're, if they're token makers, we do them. If they're not token makers, we'll just read their fucking names. <laughs> is that, does that work? Because these are hard to do and listen to on podcast form. Okay. Right, and lots of people are going to know what these do, right? Sure. We'll start with Vraska Golgari Queen. That's the one that lets you sack a thing to draw a card and gain a life. Yes. Or destroy a thing. Or if you can get her to alt, you get an emblem with whenever a creature you control deals damage to a player, that player loses the game. And the other Vraska that we're playing is Vraska the Unseen. Is that the one that makes the the the, the dudes that hit you and you lose? They give that have player death touch? Player death touch. Yep. Ultimate, you make three dudes with player death touch, and we would hope to... Uh, maybe copy those or presence of gone. No, that makes an elf. Yeah. We would hope to copy those with tokening season abilities, or parallel right? lives. You get a bunch of them, and then you just sneak them in somewhere. Yeah. Okay. I really like Vivian Monsters Ab Advocate. Yeah, f uh, flash for creatures, and you can look at the top card of your library, or is it you look at the top card of your library? You can cast it if it's a creature. You may look at the top card, cast it if it's a creature. Yeah, and she's got a plus one is make a three three green beast and a minus two. You look at the top cards of your library and you can get a creature? No. the uh, you Fuck. Get, <laughs> so, le, let me hit you with the truth, Ryan. You get a 3-3 three, three with either Reach, Trample, or Vidge. Counter. Oh, I was half right. If you minus two her, when you cast your next creature, you can go through your library to find something that costs less and put it into play two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like Creature Cascade. Yes. Creature-cade, if you Except will. Except just you get a thing. There's no randomness to it. It's like I play a five, I'm going to get a four or a whatever. Oh yeah, a, it, it, she's good. I she like her. She is good, lot. and those comic book arts are sick, eh? Oh yeah, so now good. they're cool. She's a really slick foil, also. Oh yeah. 
We have Soren, Lord of Innistrad. He makes vampire tokens. That's the important part. And emblems to make your vampires bigger, right? Yes. Or creatures bigger. Your creatures bigger. Yeah. So you can make your tokes a little bit bigger. Nisa, voice of Zendi. Makes zero one plants and puts plus one counters on each creature you control. Ooh. That's a good one that's in a, a token deck. That's a good one in an Atraxa token deck. Yeah. Garrick, Primal Hunter. This makes this pluses to make a 3-3 three, three green beast. Minuses to draw cards equal to the bigliness of your biggest big. Nice. So Atraxa might be like, if Atraxa's on four, Garrick's on five, you minus three them if you just want to draw four cards for five mana. That's good. That's not bad at but all. But if, if you want to plus them and make a beast, and then you've got Atraxa and a beast to protect Garrick, and then next turn you can draw four, also good. Or you could go next turn and ultimate him and get a 6-6 six, six worm for each land you control. That's also good. Oh, yeah, because you can plus them to four... Plus right. them, proliferate them, proliferate them again with something else in the deck, which we'll get to later. Boom. And then get, also, or oh just, yeah, that's good. Or just play them into a doubling season and just alt them right away. Also good. The last one is Elspeth Sun's Champion. Probably highest power planeswalker in the deck. This card is like screaming good. Yeah. This is a four loyalty Elspeth for white, white, four. You plus one to get three soldier tokes. Three. Great in a token deck, should I add. Yeah. <laughs> you can minus three here to destroy all creatures with power four or greater. Mm. Great in a token deck because all of our stuff is three or smaller. And you can minus seven to you get an emblem. Creatures you control get plus two, plus two, and fly. That's how you get your player killing assassin tokens in there. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. You, you play Vraska the Unseen into doubling season, you... You thing with the things, and then you give them the thing with the flying, and you yep. still have your planeswalkers left, and you kill everybody. Yeah. Which, yeah. at that point, it doesn't matter if you have planeswalkers left. But, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you never know. Maybe you somebody's know. got Tef's protection. Yeah, somebody come back from the dead or something. <laughs> <laughs> there should be a card that brings somebody back if you lose the game. When oh, you lose man. the game, gain five life. Like, that would be... Inst well, there is stuff where it's like you don't lose the game for having... But you have to lose. Like, oh. like you, you, you're you dead. <laughs> you fucking lose. You've that. lost the game, uh, uh, and then uh. you just come back to life with five five life or something. You know what I mean? I think that would be neat. I think that would uh, be a cool... Something weird like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a cool... Or whenever right. another player wins the game, you come back into the game. That would be neat. Whenever somebody wins the game, you win the game instead. <laughs> <laughs> Take this, lab man. Well, I don't fucking lose. Well, yeah, try drawing a, try drawing a card next turn, ass face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. That's why we don't design cards on the show. Oh, but we should. We just want to dunk all over Tef's protection and lab, man. Yeah. <laughs> Call people ass face. <laughs> I want ass face to be a card with partner, and I want to partner it with cheaty face. <laughs> 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 That's what I want. Oh. Partners with, huh? We're going to search my deck for ass face. <laughs> You don't notice. <laughs> oh, man. That's a great-ass card. All right, we got 22 creatures, Ryan. Oh, okay. Let's... Some of th some of them are going to be easy, though, right? Like, oh, yeah. Some of these are just... Like Wood Elf is our first one. Yeah. Search for a land when it ETBs. Forest. Yeah, sure. Put it to play. Walkie B. Walkie B. You X them for lots of mana. You remove counters, and you just ballista somebody to death. Yeah, good with Atraxa because you just multiply the counters. Oh, yeah. You put plus ones on them, and you just get one for free every turn. Yes. Yeah, or more if you got like doubling seasons and shit. Also, yes. Yeah, it's fine. Vizier of Remedies. If a minus one would be put onto a creature you control, minus one, minus one, minus ones are put on that creature instead. That's a weird card, hey? 
You're looking at that card and you've never seen it. Now you're like, fuck, I want to combo with this. It's probably in here to combo. With what? We'll something that puts minus one counters on something, but it actually doesn't. We'll find it. Yeah. We'll find it. Uro, Titan of Nature. Have we ever played this on the show? I don't know. I don't think you've ever actually played Euro on the show before. Yeah, give him a read. Uro, Titan of Nature's Wrath is a 6-6 six, six for blue, of course, green, of course, one, because why not? Yeah. When it enters the battlefield, sacrifice it unless it escaped. We'll get to escape in a second. Whenever Euro enters the battlefield or attacks, you gain three life, draw a card, then you can put a land from your hand into play, and it has escape for blue, blue, green, green. And exile five other cards from your graveyard. So if he's in your bin, you can exile five cards, play blue, blue, green, green, and then play him. Well, that's fine. And then draw a card, gain some life, and ramp. All those things are good things that those colors seem to want to do with every single fucking legendary creature that they print. Weird. Yeah. yeah. You know, I really think that green needs some help in 2021. Yeah, you know, I think that 2020 was really bad for green, and I think that we really do need to up its power level a little bit, especially in conjunction with blue. Simic just does not have enough stuff yep. they can do. It, it It's hurting. Boros got a bunch of help this year. Let's... Well, I was just going to say, I think they need to borrow some of Boros's stuff. Well, yeah, definitely. No. Yeah, yeah, get it in there. Yep. How about Trigon Predator? Trigy P. Just made it up. <laughs> <laughs> when he hits you, you destroy an artifact or enchantment. Yeah. Triskelion. Ooh. Six drop, z- uh, one, one. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. ETBs with three plus one counters on it. Yep. So it would ETB with six with a doubling season. Correct. Yeah. And you can remove a counter to deal one damage. This is a combo card. I'm sure we're going to find something. If nothing else, it's going to just give us a free ping every turn with a Troxa like Walking Ballista. Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. Riz the, rise? Riz. Rise. Rise the Redeemed. Riz the Redeemed, I think, is how they how the kids are saying it these days. <sighs> Whatever. I don't care. Yeah, there's an H and a... Yeah. H and a Y. There's no vowel in that word. <laughs> so he is a Celestia hybrid, just one mana. 1-1, one, one, Elf, Warrior. Selesnian 2, you create a 1-1 one, one green Elf Warrior. Okay. Sure. Selesnia, Selesnia 4, double your tokens. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, Rise is pretty good. Or Riss or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can turn 1 them, and then turn 2, you do some other thing. Who cares? Maybe play a Sylvan Library. Turn 3, you make a token. Or turn four, you play a track. So turn five, you do like Garrick, make a beast. To turn, turn five, you play doubling season, and then turn six, six. you... Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, there, there's a certain curve that this deck can make, and there's a lot of different ways that it can make that curve to be like what is like a high functioning commander deck. I think, mm-hmm. and and the tracks afford you that because as long as you can cast her for the four different colors, she's going to further your strategy. Whether it be tokens, plus ones, gaining in, life, infect, gaining life, yeah. poison, making people not planeswalkers. Attack you. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's why she's so popular, right? Because she can do so many things, and that's why we do Project Atraxa, right? Yeah. How about Rampaging Baloth? <laughs> Rampaging Baloth is a 6-drop, six 6-6 six, six, trample landfall, get a 4-4 four, four beast. That is a token maker. Very good. Yeah. Now, Protean Hulk? Yeah. Hulk? Protean Hulk. 7-drop, S- 6-6. Six, six. When it dies, you search for 6 power of dude, put it onto the battlefield. It can be any number of creatures. 6 converted mana cost of dude. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. My bad. What do you get? Walkie B, <laughs> it immediately dies. <laughs> like, what do you? I don't understand what that's there for. I feel like there was a combo in this deck that is now gone. 
I think that there, there's he's like a skeleton of something else because I don't know what that's there for. Like there's there is not a Machias the Unhallowed if people are waiting for us to talk about him to work with Trike or Walking Ballista. Not it doesn't exist. So I'm curious what Hulk is here for. Well, let's read on. Maybe we'll maybe it'll dawn on us. How about Master Biomancer? Each creature you control enters the battlefield with a an additional number of plus ones on them based on how many plus ones are on Master Biomancer. Maybe you maybe you search for that with with your Protean Hulk, and then you have your walking ballista enter the battlefield with counters on it for free. That could not be terrible. Sure, sure. What Tazan Kazandu Tusk Caller. This is a level up card. It's a one one for two, but you can level it up for two, right? Yep. And so you essentially during sorcery times, you can pay green one and you put a level up counter on it. And remember, Atraxa can proliferate those. Also, when it's got two to five level up counters, you can tap it to make a three three elephant, right? Yep. And when it's got six plus, you can tap it to make a five five. You make two three three oh, elephants. Oh, two three threes. Okay, so you proliferate, dump some mana into it, doubling season it. You can start making like four three threes per turn. That's twelve power per turn. That's a that's a good ass. It's that's not, a high impact. That's not too bad. Twelve power per turn for for attacking. It's good. It is good. Now here's a here's a creature slash enchantment. Uh-huh. Spoiler alert. That I actually developed an appreciation for, of all places, when I was still on Arena playing Brawl. Huh. Yeah, I know. And it's Heliod the Suncrowned. Yeah, indestructible. 5-5. Five, five. He is a creature, and he is an enchantment, so you can find him with Court of Calling, or Enlightened Tutor, or Protean Hulk. Sure. Right? But he's not a creature if your devotion to white is 5 or less. Also right. Which is fine. So he's a creature everywhere except for when he's on the battlefield. If you have not five devotion to white, what he does, you pay two mana and you get a creatures you control gain lifelink until end of turn. Just one white one, a creature you control, another creature you control gets lifelink until end of turn. And then whenever you gain life, you can put a plus one plus one counter on target creature or enchantment. You oh control. well, that combos with walking ballista, and that's what you find with your protean hulk. You find those two cards. Oh yeah, and then you there it is machine gun them out. There you go with yep. Triskelion and that. We did it. There it is. I guess you can't find. Triskelion with Protean Hulk, but you can find Walkie B. No, Walkie B dies right away. Maybe we got some graveyard getter backers. Let's keep going. God Eternal Oketra. Whenever you cast a creature spell, you get a 4-4 black zombie warrior creature token with Vig? With Vig. Oh, man, there's a high-impact token maker. Oh. If it dies, you you long-term death at three from the top, right? Yep. Yeah. Man, God Eternal Oketra is so good. Yep. I really like her. Fiend Artisan. Gets plus one, plus one for each creature in your graveyard. And you can go Golgari and X, sack another creature to find a creature that's smaller or bigger. Converted mana cost X or less. X or less. Yeah, so you just pay X and you find something with X or less. That's fine. Yeah. That's that's a good card. I don't think I've ever actually seen one of those in real life. I have a foil one. Huh. Yeah. It's it's kind of like Tarmogoyf in that it's like gets big for things in your graveyard at two mana. And you can also use it sort of like a... Uh, what is it, birthing pod? Sort of. Yeah, I kind of want one. Just trade it to me. Yeah, I don't know. You owe me like 75 bucks in trade. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe Fiend Artisan could take some of that off. Why do I owe you 75 bucks? I gave you a foil Rodan. Never heard of it. And a bunch of Red Elemental Blast from the Chandra Spellbook. Totally didn't. And a foil Past in Flames. Hmm. Nope. <laughs> 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 Not ringing any bells. 
Next up, we have Erebos, God of the Dead. Let's pay some life, draw some cards, devotion. Your opponents can't gain life? Yeah. Got it. Got there. Now, Duskwatch Recruiter? You give him a read. You like this card. Du- Come it's on. A, a human warrior, fucking werewolf. There's a werewolf. I think this is just to troll me. It's a 2-2 for green 1, and it has green 2. Look at the top three Cs of your L. You may reveal a creature from them and put that shit into your hand. The rest go on the bottom. What does it flip to? And it flips over into a Kralen Horde Howler, which is a 3-3 creature spells you cast cost one less. And, of course, both sides have werewolves, so if you want to turn it into the creature make cheaper thingy you have to hope somebody time walks themselves or you yourself have to time walk yourself and once it is the thing that you want it flips back into the shitty human thing if somebody plays two things in the same turn yeah if you want to flip it to make like your walking ballista cost less or whatever that's a weird one that's a that's a screw bag thing man i don't like it (laughs) that's a screw bag thing well look at the next card another combo piece Devoted Druid. Devoted D. You put a minus one counter on it as part of the cost to untap it after you tap it for a green. But if you were to put a minus one counter on it, you can't. And you just untap it. Oh, yeah, with because that one enchantment re- re- or whatever, Because right? replacement effect from Vizier of Remedies is going to not allow you to put a minus one on it. So you can just tap and untap it infinitely. You don't need a quill spike. And Vizier of Remedies is good to stop your opponents from, like, Black Sun Zenithing you and stuff, right? Oh, Infinity Green. Infinity Green. There's your walkie B. You search for that with your fucking uh, Protean Hulk. Vizier of Remedies, Devoted Druid, Heliod, and then you find walkie B with literally anything else. And you can find it with Enlightened Tutor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's starting to get good. Crater Hoof. Crater Hoof B. Of course, he is going to be in a token deck. He's going to give everything plus one and you just crash in. B of P. Birds of Paradise. It's a mana dork. Avengy of Z. Avengy Z. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to make tokens equal to your land. Landfall. All your lands get plus one, plus one. And last one is Avacyn, Angel of Hope. Avi C. Avi C. Avi C, yeah. All your shit gets indestructible and she herself is flying and vigilant. And just an 8-8 for 8. Also, fine. Fine. It's a medium card. <laughs> yeah. Strictly medium. Eight eights are totally okay in my book. That's the deck. That is it. So we found some combos right at the very end, which is important because we need ways to close the game if we are kind of spreading ourselves across multiple different kind of avenues, right? We've got seven or eight cards, nine cards that are there just for removal, right? We've got seven planeswalkers that are just like there for tokens and value. Nothing in those packages is really the oomph that ends the game, right? So we need Crater Hoofs, and we need some ways to close the game. Walking Ballista, combos, infinite mana, that kind of stuff. Yes. I think that's fine. It's important to build into decks like these, because they can be very dirtily. This deck, it would be a fucking slog to play against. Ticking up Planeswalkers and proliferating at the end of turn. This deck is the long game deck, right? It, it, it dirtles, it turtles, it does all that stuff, and it just behooves you, for the sake of the friendship that you share with your friends, to have ways to just win games. Yeah, and you exercise that with some discretion. You don't need, you know, 18 tutors in the deck to to make your combo happen on turn three. You know what I mean? Yeah. You play Magic still with your Planeswalkers and your Doubling Seasons and your Cathar's Crusades because those are fun cards. Yeah. I think that's good. 
I, I'm into it too. Strengths and weaknesses? Strengths and weaknesses. We already kind of covered the strengths, right? It's going to close out. It's got well-rounded deck building principles being used. This is one of those decks that will take a doorknob, put it into a sock, swing it around, kick in the front door, and just go to town on people. Mostly is, Max Crandall. Yes, definitely Max Crandall. <laughs> this deck would probably beat Max Crandall. Oh, probably. <laughs> By itself. Just sitting. It could be sitting on, on a chair playing another deck, and this deck would still beat Max Crandall. <laughs> You're right. Uh, you can fight me, Max Crandell. I, oh, I that is you. so golden good. I think we can say the average quality of card in this deck is high. Yes. Most of the cards in this deck are good. I don't think we said at any one point in this deck, oh, this is a bad card, right? None of the cards here on their own are no good. Like, if you top deck virtually anything, you've top decked something that's going to progress your game plan in another, you know, in a forward direction without the need for you having something else with the possible exception. Maybe if you just got wrath and you draw presence of God, yeah, that's the one situation that that would be a thing, but yeah, let's not dwell on that. Yeah, that's fine. Cause it combos, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, high card quality value for days. We've covered that. Lots of planeswalkers, lots of proliferation. That's great. Combo lines to finish, covered that. Backup win cons. If we don't combo this way, we can use like Simic Ascendancy or we can do Triumph of the Hordes if we've got a bunch of like 3-3 beasts or whatever, right? Yeah. And then of course, Crater Hoof Behemoth late game. If, if, if you've even got three or four things, you drop a Crater Hoof, you give them all plus five plus five because Crater Hoof's the fifth thing. And then you just hit somebody for fucking 50. 80, whatever the number is, right? Yeah, pick your pick your number that's big enough to make them die. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's great. Moving over to weaknesses, doesn't token as hard as you would think from a deck called Tokatraxa. It, Truth. It's, it's not making a million 1-1 one, one sapperling tokens, you know what I mean? In some cases, you actually have to work pretty hard to do token stuff. We don't have a lot of multiple land drops to abuse the Rampaging Bayloth. We don't have a... I mean, we do have ways to untap Rise, Riss, whatever the hell his name is. Oh, yeah, make... he goes infinite if you've got a couple mana dorks, and right, you tap for three, tap Riss to make a 1-1, one, one, and then you untap all your mana dorks with Intruder Alarm. That's another one. Yeah, so there's there's ways of doing that, but unless you have those lines, you're not really... Like, Kazandu Tuskcaller's awesome, makes elephants. Elephants are cool. There's another one that goes infinite with... But you're working double, you're with... working pretty hard. Yeah to do that because all of the all the level up counters you need right yeah mind you if you can make infinite mana with your yeah you're, you're there right but then you have yeah. infinite mana yeah then you're just doing infinite once you can make infinite mana and just immediately win the game the, the fact that you're doing it with tokens doesn't really matter yeah i suppose right? yeah and, and, but, other, but other than that you're making one maybe two dudes three in elspeth's case with a planeswalker which is not tokening as hard as you telling your friends this is a token attracts a deck it doesn't token, I think, as hard as they're going to want it to for them to not smack you around for playing just an Atraxa deck. Yeah, and you know what? That leads perfectly into the next couple weaknesses is there is, as far as Atraxa decks are concerned, there might be a little, it might be a little light on the Planeswalkers to add value because you are going to suffer from the Atraxa problem, which is people are going to assume that you are doing Atraxa Super Friends or you are doing Atraxa Infect. Like the Zer problem, right? Right. You have to demonstrate that, no, this is like a token combo deck, as opposed to the the value long game, dink you with my fucking 
loyalty ability to like an ultimate like 58 planeswalkers on one turn. They wreck you with a Dovin Bond ultimate. Yeah. That's yeah, another yeah. that's another Max Crandell story. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so yeah, the attracts a problem. The crazy combo lines, while they are a positive, they could also be a negative because once you demonstrate that it's not the typical Atraxa deck that is just the edhrec.com average list, you are playing a combo list yes. that has multiple two-card combos in it. Yeah. So you you have to kind of balance how Atraxa-y you want to be, how combo-y you want to be, and how much kind of fun you want to bring to the table if your playgroup doesn't find those things fun. This is a cool deck all around, I think, but like Ryan just said, if you're going to you're going to suffer from the Atraxa problem right out the gate. And then when people find out that you're playing multiple two-card combos in the deck, <laughs> you are it's just going to make it worse for you. So it, it You might know what, be... though? I, you do have an Atraxa deck that does have some combo finishers oh. to win the game because you need them. And you know me, I am a sucker for combo decks, and this this deck does play a lot of cards that I really do like. Oh, hell yeah. This, right? is, a, this is a great deck. It's a great deck. It's just one of those ones where if you're going to take it out to the wild and say, this is a token deck, I think that people are going to get... You've got some asterisks? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a token deck, but... Surprise! It's it's actually right. a tracks, and I need to do a tracks of things to make yeah. it work so you don't just fucking kill yeah. me. Doesn't make it bad at all. It just makes it... It This isn't a tracks a deck. It's not a token deck with a tracks at the front. It's an, it, it's an tracks a deck. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, li- I like that. And I like that. If if I was playing a token deck, I would think like the Nomadic Grove Guardians, Vertiloth, the Ancients, all of the things that say like for each token you have, make another token like Sapperling Symbiosis and, and the, the clone army and stuff, right? Yeah. I like those in my token decks. All of those could be in this deck, but like you say, it is an Atraxa deck. Yeah. Which uh, which is good. That's why it's part of Project Attraxa. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Now, $1,014. I think some of that is because our man, Kurt Mr. Anderson Smith, <laughs> has some foils listed in his architect list, like the Doubling Season and, and the Intruder Alarm and the Wrath of God, the Atraxa. Like, there's lots of money tied up in what probably is the real cards being foiled. Yeah, some of right. the foils are, are expensive. Silver and Library is big money. Atraxa her, herself is quite a bit. Smothering Tithe is on the climb. There's lots of cards yeah. that are just staples and but are expensive peep this. because they're staples. Peep this. Fetchlands. Four-color deck. We might need them, depending on how many dual-colored lands we have, but 66 bucks on Fetchlands in this deck. Duh. Urborg Tomb to Yawgmoth, almost 30 bucks. Mana Confluence, 20 Crater Hoof. 50 bucks and maybe decimator of provinces maybe pathbreaker ibex maybe even something like overrun or overwhelming stampede new kamal new kamal play the new kamal yeah there you go (laughs) new kamal new kamal there it is there it is yeah new kamal with new kamal oh that's good get this get this uro and probably just because he has an uro right but uro 50 bucks it's banned. It's not banned in the formats that are right? expensive. That that is the kind of card where we can say, well, you know, you could maybe put another mana dork because the mana dork is good with intruder alarm. Maybe make the deck run a little bit smoother, right? Avison, thirty two bucks. Sylvan Library, and I know that you're gonna hate to hear this, but could be a harmonize if you're just looking to draw cards. And that's a sixty five dollar card. You're giving me the look, but. It's 65 bucks, and if you don't have one, you're not going to go out and spend 65 bucks. You wanted to replace a $65 card draw engine 
you could replace it with literally any card you, in Magic. You and go, you picked. You know what? You picked Harmonize. It's the it's the the general example that everybody knows. What about Shamanic Revelation? Let's draw a card for each creature you control. Yeah, or Momentous Fall, or or I no or, Shamanic Revelation because we're playing tokens. We might have six or eight tokens. Draw six or eight cards. Slate of Ancestry. Do it a bunch of times. Um, draw a card for each creature you control? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. You got to discard your hand, though, right? Dad, whatever. Who cares? Play it all. Fuck it. I Just, hate my hand anyway. Exactly. Your hand probably sucks compared to the 13 cards you're going to draw instead. <laughs> yes, 13 cards better than whatever seven I have. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Most likely, right? You could. Pl- what's the thing? It's black. And you just draw an extra card on your turn for a life. Phyrexian Arena. Phyrexian Arena, yeah. Tw- 20 bucks, but not 65. Yeah. Yeah, like 20, not 65. <laughs> so anyways, you, you make all those cuts. The deck is about 650 bucks. Still lots. Which is like still what a four-color Atraxa deck is probably going to run you if you want to play things like Doubling Season. And we just found out that the deck calculation is counting Rhystic Study at $109, which isn't 100% true. Yeah, that so can't be real. T- take $100 off the price of the deck. <laughs> so 550 bucks. bucks. Yeah, and you know what? Honestly, if you're playing a bunch of like foil basics and exotic orchards and stuff, like your deck is going to be two or three, four, five hundred dollars yeah. without even you blinking an eye just because that's what magic cards cost. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it, so when it, we it's say, one of the unfortunate... Well, parts of the game. We right? say it's, oh, it's a $500 deck. And while that sounds like a lot, not very many people are just going to say, hey, CCO, I like that Atraxa deck. Let's click the link, then click buy, and then click confirm. Like nobody's going to do that and spend $500 or $1,000 on a deck. They're going to go like, oh yeah, Aura Shards, I have that. Cathar's Crusade, I have that. Intruder Alarm, I have that. Oh, I'm missing like five or six cards from this deck. You go out and you spend like 40 bucks. That's how decks get built normally. Yeah. I think that's fine. I agree. Spice calculator. Spice calculator. Here we go. Time of the list. Time of the show notes. 4,673 Atraxa lists. Oh, my God. On EDH. That puts her right above Thrasios and Timna at almost 1,500 lists and way ahead of Rayhan, Last of the Abzan, and Ishai, Ojitai, Dragon Speaker at just about 350 lists. Whoa. So, so if you're talking huh. Gitchma, you're talking Atraxa. Yeah, that is it, right? And she, of course, is top three of all time on EDHREC.com. Correct. Right? Okay, so average CMC, 3.44. That's kind of where we we live in that's the nation. We, that's where we like to be. Yep. Tutors. This is going to hurt the spice calculator. Yeah. There are four tutors in this deck. And which they're is, all good ones. Yeah, it's fine. We don't want to cut any of them, right? Do we count Do we count Fiend Artisan? Oh, we didn't even talk. Oh, oh. Does that count? That. Let's not count it. Let's Fuck them. Let's not count it. Technically, there's five, but we're gonna we're gonna give them one. We're gonna, we're gonna yeah. Mr. Everybody Anderson gets one, one right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uniqueness rating. This is cards different than the the front page for attracts on EDHREC.com. Cards that are not there that are in our deck. Okay. Thirty five cards, and we're purposely not seeing the anguished unmakings for our utter ends. We're purposely not seeing path to exile. We see. Death Sprout, for example, right? Sure. So I appreciate that. Playing not regular stuff. Sure. Yeah, 35. You punch it all in. Remember, the four tutors, 30.3 spice. Ugh. Kind of typical of Project Atraxa because, yeah. after all, we're not playing a token deck like we weren't playing a... We weren't playing a stacks deck like we weren't playing a fog deck. We are playing that strategy within 
an Atraxa deck. Yeah. Right? So while we do like to showcase the unique ways to build Atraxa, we still are playing a lot of Atraxa cards to make the decks actually work. Because there's there's a certain point where if you're going to play something like Atraxa, you're going to run into the Zer problem. Mm-hmm. So you might as well just do some Atraxa stuff. Yeah, she's a badass by herself, but it, there comes a certain point where you just, you're playing Atraxa, use fucking Atraxa. Yeah, and you know what? There are 36, 37 lands in a commander deck. Our uniqueness rating is 35. That is, half of the non-land cards are doing something that is unique to this strategy, which mm. is... That's l- cool. Lots of cards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so 30, it's great. Mr. Anderson Smith, thank you for the deck list. Card of the week? You mean card of the week? Yes, that's what I mean. And we do have to go back to CCO Staple, CCO Classic. We've, I think we've probably featured this as card of the week in the past. I don't think we have. No. Usually we, well, here's the thing. Usually we try and pick a card of the week that is something that's like fringe or like something you can throw a buck at and pick it up and have it in your collection. But now we, we when we've kind of shied away from Intruder Alarm because they were expensive. Oh, is that the for, card? For a while. Intruder Alarm is the card. <laughs> but we picked Intruder Alarm because now is the time to pick these up. They were reprinted in foil and mystery boosters. Foil only mystery booster. And they're, it's brought the price down where if you were thinking about just upping your combo game by getting an Intruder Alarm for your collection or one of your decks, maybe one or two, you can check out FusionGamingOnline.com. Use special promo code CCOFusion5 to pick up Intruder Alarms because they're, the price has come down. Yeah. Pick them up now. The, the the foils on Fusion are only a dollar more than the non-foils from Stronghold. Now, if you want to ball out of control, and I know you do, <laughs> <laughs> Intruder Alarm Foil 8th Edition, it's the only, like, air quotes, real foil before they turned into taco shells, $57. <laughs> No, I don't the price wanna... dropped on that about $3. <laughs> I don't want to say that's the one that I play in my Sliver Queen deck, but it is. But I'm not going to tell you otherwise. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, go to FusionGamingOnline.com. Use CCO Fusion 5 promo code. You get 5% off your order. Could be on, could be on Intruder Alarms. Could be on Brash Taunters. Could be on anything you want. And and that lets Fusion know that their relationship with CCO is a good one. And it is, because we're awesome, and so are you. Very much so. It's good to be part of the nation right now. Give us a final thought of the day, maybe a good vibe, maybe an Atraxa vibe. Final thought of the day, this is another great Atraxa list in the Project Atraxa series that we have been doing over the last few years. I think a worthy include, a worthy addition, and a super cool deck that you could bust out and play with your homies. And you'd, everybody would have a really good time. And I think that it would be one of those games where even if you finished it with one of your two-card combos, they're off the wall enough for an Atraxa deck that people are going to look at it and say, damn, that was pretty sweet. Just like Max Crandell did when I poison-balled him yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm just going to keep dunking on him because it's fun. So the deck is good. FusionGamingOnline.com. They are our official sponsors. They are also good. And everybody else that's been listening to the show, you are my favorite thing each and every day. You keep us going. You've kept us going through these difficult times, and we're happy to be here for you, hopefully to bring some of the good vibes into your ear holes and your eye holes and any other hole through which you intake the show. Any hole. <laughs> Remember to check out CommanderCookout.com. For all the information and all the news on what we're up to, we're going to have some new stuff posted there in the near future, possibly in the new year, possibly before. Who can say? But it's worth keeping an eye out for it. And we are going to be back with you next week for another very exciting episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit Arthur!